Hey there, my name is Allie Robinson. I am a certified personal trainer and running coach, and I am here to love, support, and guide you through this amazing journey to crushing your goals. We will talk about all things running, racing, strength training, nutrition, and weight loss without forgetting the real talk like mental health and motherhood. It's like a coffee date with your bestie, except I have the credentials, personal experience, and client testimonials to back it all up. So grab your favorite water bottle, put on your headphones, start your workout, and join me for something wonderful. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. Here on the podcast and as runners, we are no stranger to talking about all the weird things, the uncomfortable things, the TMI. But I have Justin Glazer here to talk about one of those crazy TMIs that I never thought that I'd be talking about so much as a running coach. But here we are today. We are talking about sweat. So, Justin, can you please introduce yourself? Sure. Yep. So I'm the author of a book called Sweat Uncovering. I'll grab it here. Uncovering Your Body's Hidden Superpower. Um, it's about sweat's wildly underappreciated role in health, vitality, and disease prevention. Well, that is such not like an off-the-wall topic, but that is yeah. such a a niche little area of the world is talking about sweat. So can you please kind of tell us about how you got into that subject, that topic? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely didn't want to write this book. <laughs> uh, I felt I needed to because the information just wasn't out there in a condensed uh, kind of packaged way. So I had a health crisis in my early 20s. So I'm 28 right now. In my early 20s, I had chronic fatigue, depressive symptoms, anxiety, just all this stuff that I didn't know where it was coming from or how to deal with it. So I tend to get obsessive. So I attacked it from every angle, Western doctors, Eastern approach, blood tests, genetics, nutrition, everything. I just, I really felt like my back was against a wall and I needed to solve this or my life would work really well. <laughs> um, feeling that way. Um, and so in that process, um, I stumbled across saunas as a tool. Um, I did one sauna session and felt an immediate difference and didn't know why. And with continued use, it helped more than anything else. And so um, this book is a result of all the research to understand why. And really, I believe it's the most overlooked, important um, topic when it comes to considering your health and preventing disease. And so I kind of lay that out in the book. Wow. And see, that's something that honestly, I never would have thought about, right? Um, especially as a runner, when I'm having a bad day, if I'm tired, if I'm sick, if I'm hungry, if I'm sad, like my first thing is go for a run. I definitely wouldn't have thought of going and sitting in the sauna. So what, what benefits have you found from, from using a sauna or being in the sauna? Yeah. So the, the sauna specifically, there's a vast amount of research for its benefits. The argument in my book is mostly focused on sweat's ability to detoxify. And so I go into a chapter on the science of toxins and chemicals. So the last 60 years we've been exposed to just a ludicrous amount of toxins. I go into deep detail about how those specifically affect um, mitochondrial function, just energy production, just really connected to most diseases and issues that plague the modern human being, whether that's brain fog, chronic fatigue to um, there's links to cancers, carcinogens, um, 
everything you can imagine is kind of tied to these toxins, which you could just think of as like, you're putting poisons that reliably do damage to your body, into your body. And these things are everywhere in our environment. So just being a modern human means we're exposed to this stuff. And it's an invisible thing. So you're not thinking about it. It could sound blown out of proportion, but I hope to prove my book it's not. And so first, uh, setting the stage that that's an issue that we need to deal with. And then showing the research that's been really the last 20 years coming out um, and is steadily kind of being accepted that sweat um, allows us to detoxify these substances unlike anything else. And so when you do that, you're getting rid of the root problem for a lot of things and all these incredible benefits emerge, such as improved sleep, chronic fatigue goes away, brain fog lifts, um, you know, your energy shoots up, you're less prone to getting sick. And so, yeah, it's this kind of counterintuitive thing. Like it's an issue that most people don't see as the issue. And it's the solution that most people don't see as the solution. So, yeah, no, that's, that's wild. You know, um, I, I wouldn't have thought about that. Right. And especially like I talk about nutrition and health all day long. Um, and, and while I deal with sweat every single day, I don't think about how that sweating, um, is actually beneficial to not only cooling your body down during a run, but also having some underlying benefits to it. So that is pretty cool. Um, now, does it only have to be through a sauna or is other means of sweating also beneficial? Yeah, there's there's other ways to, to sweat for sure. A hot yoga class, like you said, running, cycling, tennis, sports, activity. Um, if you're in a warm climate, this is easier to kind of get a sweat going. Um, sauna just is sort of the lowest hanging fruit. It's the most guaranteed way to really sweat and the lowest sort of um, exertion requirement because you're, you're just getting, you're sitting down, you're getting hot. So it's kind of doing it for you. Um, so there's a bunch of different ways and I laid all those different ways out in the book. Awesome. Well, what, um, what have you kind of found in your research that maybe surprised you? Like what, like as you were researching it, like what was like that moment of like, oh my gosh, I need to write a book about this or this is so cool. I didn't know about this. Like, what was that kind of like aha moment for you? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a few things. One was understanding the scope and scale of the, the toxin problem. Um, I still think it's underappreciated, even in the natural health community. And so really just digging into the research on that, talking to toxicology experts, understanding their research on it, and it's still like a nascent, nascent, nascent field, um, a new field that deserves more studies. But becoming aware of that and then really like seeing the studies that show that sweat gets this stuff out. So a lot of these substances are preferentially excreted through sweat. Um, one study, one, one component of this that I think really helps to understand it is like a really extreme example. And so when we think of toxicity, one huge example would be 9-11. So if you were downtown Manhattan during 9-11, you were exposed to plumes of toxins. These buildings come down, all these carcinogens are in the area, you're breathing them in. And so um, what happened during 9-11 was they tried a bunch of different things to help people. Thousands of people chronically fatigued, couldn't go to work, brain fog, tremors, diseases kicking in, uh, sounding like Darth Vader because of their lungs, just terrible things going on. So they tried a bunch of things. The thing that worked best was this uh, sauna protocol that involved, uh, I'll get into it in a little bit, but essentially it's primarily sauna protocol where all 500 people who went through it healed like 85% of them went back to work. Their IQ went up. 
uh, tremors were gone, chronic fatigue disappeared because it got to the root issue, which was the toxins. And so that's an extreme example where it shows the power of sweat to get these substances out. Um, but it, it just kind of uh, points to the, the, the truth in these ideas. And I interviewed a couple of people who are actually leading the charge uh, in DC to bring those tools to veterans and other people who need it. Wow, that is really awesome. You know, it, like, that, that is a very extreme case, right? Talking about 9-11. Um, but I think that really kind of backs up the theory of, of the fact that, that this is something that, that we all need to maybe think about a little bit more, right? Mm -hmm. So what is this kind of protocol that you're talking about? Um, you know, how, how often do we need to go sit in the sauna? So yeah, for, for, for 9-11 and those extreme examples, they, it's a little more advanced. They use something called niacin, which opens the, a lot of these toxins store in the fat cells and early slowly. So this is interesting. So for runners or people who exercise hard, sometimes you'll get lightheaded or kind of uh, need to like, you feel like you're going to pass out or something like that. There's an argument that some of that is related to burning energy and toxins stored in the fat cells being released, causing a Herxheimer reaction. And so it's actually kind of linked to that like sense of uh, uh, dizziness oftentimes. In terms of like the average person, what's recommended is like three or four times a week, getting a really heavy sweat for 20 minutes is really fantastic for your health. So a sauna works if you're running and you're really just drenched. We're, we're really looking to get like drenched and we're trying to, you know, when you're in a sauna, you're wiping this down. So you're sweating, you're, you're getting it out um, that way. Um, for running, maybe carry a towel and get it off that way. But yeah, three to four times a week, minimum 20 minutes. Is a, is a good target. So maybe you know this because I don't know the answer to this question, but there are people that are just naturally like super sweaty people, right? And then there's uh, yeah. some people that just are not, right? Um, I know like I was a ballet dancer for many years, right? And at the end of a ballet class, like I would be like dripping in sweat. Like I would do my twirls and like sweat would be dripping off my forehead. And then I would yeah. see these other girls that like completely dry, not wet at all, no glisten at all. So is there something that is, uh, you know, is there some sort of link between people that do sweat a lot and maybe that people that don't sweat as much naturally? Yeah, there's, there's some research on it. It's a little bit early on it. So that's called hyperhidrosis is when you oversweat, excessive sweat and hypohidrosis when you undersweat. Um, some theories are the hyperhidrosis is because of, um, essentially it's it's kind of like mentally related. So like, you know, when you go public speaking and you get nervous and your hands start to sweat and that, that sort of anxiety response is overactive is the argument for that. Um, the hypohidrosis could be related to like your detox pathways and the health of your system in general, just not being where it should be. So your body is incapable of like sweating. It's a little bit iffy that was kind of a, I didn't touch on it in my book because it was, I didn't love the, the concreteness of the research. But I, got, I did get a lot of questions from people as I was writing the book about that. Surprising <laughs> number of people being like, I sweat so much. What do I do? Right. What, what's the solution? But maybe the solution is Keep like, <laughs> don't stop. Don't stop the sweat um, yeah. and, and allow your body to kind of detoxify in the way that it, it needs to. Right. Yeah. So what um what can people in my audience start doing like right now? Like. You know, should they go jump in the sauna? Like, what can they do right now? Just kind of start um, jump-starting that detoxification. 
Yeah, so I, th I think first you need to be bought in that this matters. So first you need to buy into the what this can do, like the why. So if you the why is big enough, you'll you'll figure it out. So the why should be, this is one of the most important things you could do for your health. Um, it'll prevent you from getting sick, not medical advice, but it tends to help with that. Um, it'll prevent disease later down the line. Getting these substances out are linked to cancers, uh, you know, Alzheimer's, just everything you can imagine. So first you need to buy into that. It's important to do. And so it's, it's been fun with the book out, people reaching out to me being like, I'm going to the sauna this week because <laughs> the book kind of almost acts as a sales pitch for making this a habit. And so almost everyone who goes through goes, I'm sold. Like, I see why I should be doing this. Uh, once you're there, I think getting a game plan together for how you can incorporate it into your life, that's doable, you know, not overwhelming yourself. Um, New Year's resolution, New Year's resolution kind of thing. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, I, I lay out kind of how you can find a sauna near you, how you can buy a sauna, um, if you have access to hot yoga, if you're going to be running, how to think about it. Um, Things to avoid, I, had a, I spoke to someone recently who was like, oh, great, I'm going to go get my plastic sweatsuit and wear that because I used to do that for wrestling and I would sweat like crazy. The problem with that is plastics are made of chemicals. I think 10,000 petrochemicals are in plastics. And so toxins migrate with heat. If you think of like a, a plastic water bottle in a car, you leave in the hot sun and you come back and drink it, it tastes like plastic. It's because the, the toxins migrate with heat. So you really want to be as naked as humanly possible for this. So if you're if you're running, you know, sports bra, you know, short shorts, whatever. Um, and then if you're a guy, like your shirt should be off probably. And then towel down as much as you can. Um, but yeah, pick your pick your lane. Is it going to be sauna, running, yoga? You can use a hot bath. Um, it's kind of like a last resort. But there's a few options for you. So it's really about deciding it's important and then shouldn't be too hard to implement. Well, that is, that is interesting. I know that's something that I will be thinking about moving on anytime I'm doing my runs, um, you know, or if I'm at the gym, I might think twice about walking past the sauna and I might just stop in for a couple minutes. Um, hopefully my audience will, will think about that too and think about those benefits. Um, but if they are not sold on it yet and they want to read your book, where can they find that? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm sold in a couple of places. Um, the easiest would be to just go to uh, Amazon, search. Uh, I think you'll show note link it, but yeah, I'll Justin put Glazer. Um, and then you can get it in Kindle, hardcover, paperback, audiobook is coming. So yeah, I'm just on a mission to share these ideas. I think they're they're really impactful and I'm hoping to kind of change the conversation around it. You know, it's such a I it's such a weird there was a book called Breath by James Nestor that came out and I said, All right, these ideas aren't out there. I'm gonna do for breath, what, uh, for sweat, what he did for breath. And so that was the idea. Um, the first chapter also goes deep into sweat history and how this is not like some fad thing. Cultures throughout the world have done this. Um, Native American sweat lodges. I mean, we go to Africa, we go to Finland, we go to South America, we go to pretty much everywhere on the planet. There's some tradition, the Russians, the Turkish, just everywhere has some tradition of um, sweat through sauna, steam, you know, uh, Banya, whatever it is. And so trying to change the conversation around that this isn't some new fad thing. It just happens to be more important than ever because in the past you had, yeah, maybe you dealt with some heavy metals in the environment and things like that. But now we're dealing with just tens of thousands of chemicals that have barely been studied that are, you, you know, your greatest sign of toxic load is just your age. So um, 
more important than ever. Yeah. I, I definitely think this is a good topic for you to be spreading awareness about. So I appreciate you coming on to the podcast and kind of sharing with, uh, you know, the audience about how important this is and how they can start, you know, thinking about their sweat. Uh, so any other kind of finishing remarks, anything that uh, you want to leave the people with? Yeah, I think specifically for runners. So I had a conversation with a company called um, Nix Bios, Bioscientists, I think, where they developed a, a, a sensor for sweat. So I think for marathon runners, um, it could tell you when you need to hydrate. So I had a conversation with them. But, you know, one of the one thing I'd love to see, and I believe and a lot of people who studied this believe is uh, by making this a habit, by by really prioritizing like detoxification through sweat and specifically sauna or running or whatever it is. Um, the, if you buy into the theory, then you should believe that it's going to improve your endurance and your performance because you're literally getting things that are affecting your energy production out of the way and like a simple way to explain it. And so I'd love to see a study. I was telling them, I'd love to see a study taking, you know, a thousand people who go through a sauna protocol and then compare that to a, uh, a control group and see, or before and afters of their performance in terms of running capacity. Cause I'd, I'd be shocked if there wasn't a statistically significant difference. So I think it, it, it would give you a competitive edge in the world as well as a runner. Yeah, no, that, that is an interesting, that is an interesting idea. And I would love to see the study on that. So when that comes out, please, uh, please send it to me so I can, I can kind of see all the stats on that. So thank you so much for coming on, Justin. Um, like I said, you guys, I'm going to put all of his links to his book and his information down in the show notes. Um, but that is it for me, everybody. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. To show your support for the show, please take a moment to rate and review wherever you are listening to your episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at something underscore wonderful. And you can even join my free Facebook group, Weight Loss for Runners. And remember, my friends, until next time, you are something wonderful.